Welcome back to your favorite podcast. It is The Feels with Charmian, and we are two episodes away from the end of the season, so close to the end of the year. And if you recall, at the beginning of this season, I mentioned that we should do a little something together for this season, and that was to set a theme for 2023 together and we'd keep it a secret. We'd reveal it at the end of the year and share the stories, the changes, the experiences that you had because of the theme. So in case you missed it, I have officially opened up the channel to receive your emails about your themes and your stories. And to be honest, I was expecting this to take a few days to take off. But today when I received emails from you guys, I was so excited and I just want to say, if you already sent me an email, I have already read them. Some of your stories really moved me. I'm just so surprised, but also not really, at how open you guys are at sharing details about your life with me. Just, I mean, there was a reason I made the prompt questions. Because I wanted to make it as easy and accessible for you to reflect and share your reflection with me. But you guys don't need it. <laughs> you guys clearly don't need it. I'm just glad that it helped you um, outline what you really wanted to share. But truthfully, I don't think you guys need it. You guys write so well. And I'm just so excited to work on that episode and and make that episode about you guys, about the community that we've built the last three years. So thank you if you've already sent me an email and if you haven't and you're listening to this episode take this as a sign i will read your email and whatever you share doesn't have to be long it just has to be you and actually since we're on this topic i thought i'd just share with you this one of my favorite quotes that i've heard somewhere is that when it's you it will always be original because it's truthful and no two people are alike. So as long as it comes from you, it will always be original. In case someone needed to hear that today, this message is for you. But yes, let's get into it. The theme that I picked for myself in 2023 was to fly, to soar. When I decided to try this theme setting thing for 2023, I mentioned that you shouldn't have to find the word. You should just go with the word or words that come to you almost instinctively. And these two were the words that came with it. I just imagined flying, a sense of taking off, that feeling of peace and that everything's going to be okay. You know, that moment when you're about to take off in a plane and you know that you're going somewhere really exciting or just knowing that we're going someplace different. I was looking for that feeling. And looking back, I think the reason I went with this theme was because I was closing out 2022 in a pretty bad headspace. This time last year, I was really struggling with my mental health in a way that I hadn't in a while, actually. And this time last year, I wasn't in therapy. While I was setting this theme, I knew the first thing that I had to do was to go back to therapy. I had to make it my routine again and I did mention this at the beginning of the season I believe I was very frank and I mentioned that going back to therapy was one of the priorities of my year without it I could not have possibly been able to release all of this weight that was truthfully holding me down from being the best or even the better version of myself 
And so going back to therapy has truly helped me to zoom out and look at things that weren't working for me from a different point of view, a bird's eye view. And truthfully, is my life perfect now? Do I no longer get intrusive thoughts? No. (laughs) But I can say that I am better at managing it. I'm able to be aware of it when it's happening, when I'm spiraling. And there are moments of real peace that I experienced this year. And I'm so grateful for that because a peace of mind is truly a gift, especially with what's happening in the world right now. Having a peace of mind and feeling safe in our bodies is such a blessing, truly. And thinking back, it wasn't that this year was smooth sailing for me. There were some really, really low moments that I experienced this year. But when they did happen, I heard myself saying or telling myself, you're going through this because you're letting this go in order to fly higher. You're not stuck. You're simply offloading what's holding you back from actually flying high. Now, moving on to lighter stuff, more fun stuff, actually. This is the part where... I got surprises from this particular theme that I picked. And in the very literal sense of wanting to fly to soar, I ended up traveling a lot more this year. And the funny thing is when I decided that this was the war that I wanted to go, which was to fly, I didn't really I didn't really think it was going to be literally I wanted to take the plane more, I wanted to travel more per se. But I do recall that this time last year, I thought to myself, I would really like to travel more for work in particular because I really wanted to see the world while I pursue acting and just imagining being on international sets or working with non-local productions and just the forever dream of wanting to work internationally has never left my mind. So... I said, yeah, that'd be great if I could just travel more for work in 2023. And that was exactly what happened. Two of my most exciting uh, work trips this year was filming outside of Singapore, one for a drama series that I did, and another one uh, to shoot a commercial. But the one that really was just so serendipitous, and when it happened, I was like, I need to tell the feels fam was my trip to Bhutan. And if you follow me on social media, uh, you know that I gave a lot of screen time to my time in Bhutan because it was truly such a beautiful week in that beautiful country. Bhutan has always been a spot that I wanted to check off my list of destinations to head to at least once in my life. And I was just very drawn to the tranquility the nature, and just the fact that it was so untouched. And to me, it was always some sort of a future plan. But this year, I was like, I think I want to, you know, actually make more time to relax, consciously make that decision to slow down and be present. So it just hit me that, you know, I've always been putting off Bhutan for I don't know what reason. Like, why did I get this idea that I couldn't do it now, this year? So I sat down and just Googled how to get to Bhutan And it was my first time there. I don't know anyone who's been there. I know so little about it. So I did some reading. I thought maybe I should go there by myself because it's relatively safe. But I would love to share this with someone. And the first person that came to mind was my friend Kai. We had gotten closer this year. 
and I just felt like instinctively she was the only person that I wanted to share this trip with. But before this, she did tell me that you know she was running out of leave, and she probably wouldn't be traveling much anymore. But I just listened to that voice saying, "Just text her, just text her." So I texted her, and I was like, "Hey, babe, would you consider going on a trip to Bhutan with me? Is that something you'd be interested in?" I did not have any resistance to it. I was just like, you know, if she says no, cool, it's fine. Either I find someone else to go with, or maybe just do a solo trip. Thankfully, she said yes, and we set out to plan the trip to make it happen. So, if you didn't watch my reels about how to get to Bhutan, in short, you would have to travel with a travel agency because they take care of everything for you, from accommodation to the guide to the driver to、uh, your meals to the activities, everything, right? And that includes the sustainability development tax that you have to pay. Um, the visa fee that you have to pay, so it was just much easier to go to a travel agency to do everything for you, and you can't go there incognito anyway. So we had to email an agency to do that for us, and we were set on paying for the trip. We were in talks for a bit, and then in one of the emails, the agency replied saying that they would love to sponsor the trip. This has never happened before. Like I've been on sponsored work trips, but not on a trip that I personally wanted to go. And we took that as a clear sign that we were gonna go and it was gonna happen. And everything about that trip was just so nourishing for the soul. I don't even know how else to describe it other than that. And it was also where I got that realization in one of my other episodes, where I realized. Being present is something I need to consciously choose in the next year and the next years to follow if I wanted to manage my anxiety better by allowing myself to stay in the present and really just enjoying where I'm at. Everything about how this trip happened felt like it was meant to happen this year, and it felt like a true blessing. You know, from the way we were blessed with not having to pay for more than half the trip. To the fact that I just had the best time with just the right person that I went on this trip with, really understanding what it means to let go, which was to just let it be. Everything about this trip was so profound for me. I genuinely felt so blessed to have had this highlight this year that I can't help but feel especially grateful to the theme for taking me there. So, in the very literal sense. I wanted to fly, and I flew a lot more this year. Now, twenty twenty three also brought me a lot, a lot of love. I have never mentioned this before, but looking back, I think this is the year where I've fallen in love in all of my friendships. You know, when people talk about falling in love, we are always thinking about finding our person and you know finding our partner, and that's great and. I want nothing more for that to happen for me, but I've also learned this year to truly appreciate the friends that we have. I never actually thought about it that deeply, you know. Friends has just always been the family that's just been there, but this year in particular, I really feel like I've fallen deeper in love with all of my friends, and it's such a nice, warm feeling to be able to say that. Just knowing that I got closer to all of my friends, you know, it felt very, 
it felt very mutual this year. Like no matter what path we're on, no matter what we're all up to, the friends that I chose to keep and invest in this year brought me a lot of joy, a lot of light, a lot of insight, a lot of conversation, and that all boils down to a very mutual love and care for one another. And I know that the friends who are listening to this right now, <laughs> you probably know that I'm talking about you. But beyond that, I also feel like, truthfully, so many of the people that I met this year, whether we only became friends this year or we met through special circumstances, whether it was through work or just by chance, I've really been so lucky to meet good people this year. And I don't think we talk about that enough you know we spend so much of our time complaining about the relationships we have this person's not doing enough this person did this to me or they didn't do this to me and we spend so much of our time engaging and complaining about people i don't think we spend enough time showing gratitude to the people who do show up in our lives and i think this year in particular all of my friends have truly showed up for me in ways that sometimes i'm just in unbelievable bliss and i'm so so grateful for because there were really moments where i felt alone and just actually just feel like i couldn't express some of the things that i'm feeling and going through just because some of these things that we go through are so difficult to express right they're so difficult to process in the first place but when you can find people who can sit with you and can somehow understand what you're going through or at least hold space for you and tell you that they relate to it or that they see what you're feeling. It's truly a blessing to have people like that in your life. You know, this was also the year that I got closer to people that, you know, I never truly gave myself an opportunity to get to know in the years before. And when you really start to invest in the relationships in your life, not just you know, your romantic relationships, but truly the people that you see so often and sometimes take for granted, you find new ways to love them and care for them. You find new things to do together because you're constantly creating new experiences with the same people. And so you're not just creating variety in your relationships. You're creating a lot of depth in the ones that you already have. And that's one of my favorite things this year, just building even more depth with the people that I already have known for a while, but never knew in certain ways. So I don't know if this is a long shot from, you know, soaring, but I do feel like if there was a way to describe <laughs> the friendships that I have this year, it would be that they really took flight this year. Now, I don't want this episode to be too long, but... If we're talking about our wishes coming true this year, based on the theme that we set, then I'd like to share that wanting to fly this year for me required a lot of courage many times over. Courage is needed when you don't feel like you are taking off anywhere, but still choosing to head in that direction and try flapping your wings. The biggest area of my life that I really wanted to take off was and has always been my career and for spin i really felt like i was able to take off from where i was at and 
kind of cruise a little bit and settle into my new role in the company. And for acting, which has always been my first love and quite possibly might be my forever love, required me to be more fearless and aim higher. The last three years of freelancing and leaving radio, I've told myself I'm going to give local acting a try and try to be happy here. And again, I don't say this with an ungrateful attitude. Whatever that has come my way this year, I'm so grateful for it. But I also know it was not enough and it is not enough. And it started from wanting to learn something new. What was I not getting from local classes here that I need to start exploring outside if this doesn't satisfy me? So again, random afternoon, I googled best acting coach in Los Angeles. Long story short, I found an acting coach that I really connect with. I've been taking classes with her for about four months now. It's a group class setting and because it's in LA, everything happens online. But I have never felt more passionate and fulfilled that I get to learn this stuff and actually see myself get better in ways that I never noticed before when I was just, well, keeping myself here. And I think there's something about surrounding yourself with people who are committed to making it happen for them too. It's actually given me the courage to look outside of Singapore for career options. I thought about this before years ago, and that was also why I went to New York to study acting for a bit. When I came back and I went back into radio, I I wouldn't say gave up on that dream, but I kind of just put it on the back burner because while the pandemic was happening and I didn't feel ready, I guess. I just knew it wasn't the right time. But now when I look at that plan again, it feels different. And the other day I was reading something about how you can tell the difference when it's something you're supposed to do versus something you're not supposed to do. In both cases, you feel some sort of anxiety. So how can you differentiate it, right? What if you make the wrong decision if you don't know how to tell which is which? If it's the right thing to do, you will feel fear. But the fear comes from knowing that you may be right and this could go somewhere. You don't know where yet, but that fear comes from what if this turns into something pretty great? The other one is like, like, it's more like a siren <laughs> telling you to stop, drop, and roll and get the fuck out. <laughs> so for me, at least, when exploring careers outside of Singapore, it has been a very nerve-wracking experience actually following through with it because it's the administrative process to getting there has been anxiety-inducing, but... It hasn't stopped me so far from continuing. And that to me is a very clear personal sign that maybe I'm on the right track. And I should just keep going and see where it goes. So I don't know if you're going to continue using this theme setting for the coming years. But the point of us doing this activity together was to allow us to see that when you put an intention out, it always comes back to you and it responds to you if you're willing to put it out there in the first place. 
And you don't always have to know steps one to ten before you can do something. You're a lot to just know step ten is where you want to be, and you only see step one now. And in between, you're a lot to take your time to fill in the gaps and take your time there. Maybe you're not supposed to know steps two to nine because it might not even happen in the way you think it's supposed to happen. And that's kind of the beauty of life, right? We're leaving room for surprises, and we're leaving room to grow. If we know clearly steps one to ten, and if you knew that steps five and seven are shit, they're kind of shit, and you have to go through them, you might not actually put yourself through it, because if everything is so calculated, you might stop yourself on the tracks, not knowing that step seven has to happen in order for step eight to come through, right? So it's impossible to plan your life steps one to ten, but if you're very clear about what ten is for you, and you know step one, maybe take that first step, and let the intention take you there. Let the intention get you there, because the end will always provide the means. It's really about having faith in the process, and I hope that when I lose faith in my process, I'm able to. Come back to this episode. Remember to come back to my own content and remind myself that once upon a time I've said this on a podcast, and maybe I should be taking my own advice. Just do it. Just do it. On that note, guys, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for doing this with me. I cannot wait to receive more emails and hear from you, hear from more of you with your themes and stories for next week's episode. Details again for this is in the description box below. Have a wonderful day, night, noon, whenever you're listening to this, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.